honestly. Uh, welcome back to another riveting episode of Honestly with Zoe and Logan. That was Logan. And that was Zoe. And this is Honestly. A what podcast. if we just kept repeating just going it? Just like an and endless forth, cycle. Trying to hit word count, just like okay. rephrasing it. Like, this is a podcast called Honestly. Um, this is Honestly, a podcast. It's a podcast that we call Honestly. It's um, an audio program that is sometimes known as a podcast. Often referred to as podcasting. And this one in particular is called Honestly. Uh, by <laughs> Zoe and Logan. <laughs> oh, delightful. How oh. are you doing today, Zoe? I'm okay. I got a haircut. That's, That's very exciting. exciting. It is. You don't get them often. I don't. So it's like an my hairdresser occasion. gets very mad at me. <laughs> there was when I saw her in May because I was going to a wedding and I needed my hair for a Done. split second. I was about to be like, "Ooh, who's wedding?" <laughs> you then were I, there. Then I remembered that I also was at that wedding. Continue. <laughs> and up until that point, I hadn't seen her in like almost ten. <laughs> no, it was like seventy. Are you kidding me? No. You hadn't gotten a haircut for seven years. Yeah. I didn't think it was that long. Yeah, I thought it had been no. like a couple and I was like, no, okay. it was like seven years. Seven years. It might years. have been closer to ten, but. Between seven and ten years. That's yeah. crazy. I know. So now she's like, she gives me a day. It's not like often, but she's like, you have to come back between this like, time and this time. Every six months, Yeah, maybe. like when I left, she was like, okay, beginning of summer. <laughs> I was like, okay. Oh my God. That's crazy. Yeah. Whoa. Well, your hair looks very nice. Thank you. I know our listeners can't see our Just listeners, imagine. but Zoe's hair looks beautiful. <laughs> beautiful. It smells great. Too. Oh, that's always the best part. Like after getting your hair washed and then it smells yeah. so good. You're just like, yeah, all day. My hair is like never long enough so I can smell it. <laughs> oh no, constantly tempted. I just have to kind of like, like a dog chasing their tail. I have to like flip it to like get a whiff of it in the air. I can't actually like, <laughs> my hair is literally too short. I can't, oh. well the bottom of it is. I'm so thinking, so. oh my god, let me show you. Let me just, in the middle of a podcast, tell Zoe what I want to do with my hair the next time I'm I get cut. I'm excited. So, sorry, it's like really greasy. But I want, I'm waiting for, like, my top layer to grow out to, so yeah. like, a reasonable length. And then I just want to get it, like, all chopped to, like, same length. Yes. Like, bob, sort of. Like, yes. a lob. Um, because I'm just, like, overall, like, having yeah. a million layers and stuff. Um, so that's what I'm going to do, Zoe, listeners. Um. I always <laughs> want bangs, but then I'm terrified of bangs, mm, so I would me. never do it. I had bangs for such a long time when I was younger. Yeah, I same. Lo- I looked so cute with them, but I have a really awful cowlick in the middle. And so, like, I can get bangs, but they will always split and, like, yeah. it just... Eh. You know, well, hair is tricky. <laughs> it is tricky. The last time I had, like, straight across bangs was grade nine, 
and I wanted to be like Taylor Momsen. Remember when she got the bangs? <laughs> yeah. I, that was that was the picture I took into my hairstylist. I was like, I want this. It was not a good look for me. <laughs> I remember going to this is just turned into a podcast about hair. Yes, tell more. <laughs> I remember when I was like in like sixth grade, maybe younger actually. Yeah. When did High School Musical come out? Uh, yeah, it was, like, sixth grade. Okay, around that yeah. time, I loved Vanessa Hudgens' hair. Like, I loved the curl. How it was, like, uh, one big curl. One big curl. Each side. Yeah. And I just wanted that. Uh-huh. And I remember I was getting, like, passport pictures or something like that taken. Yeah. And so I had to go get my hair done so it wasn't, like, crazy for my picture that I needed for, like, a while. <laughs> so I went, but my hairdresser wasn't available so I had to have another hairdresser, and I brought that picture oh, in of no. Vanessa Hudgens, and she gave me a perm. <gasps> like, it wasn't, like, a perm perm, but, but like, it was, like, it was very tight curls, oh. and I left sobbing, oh, and I was, like, no. <gasps> and just went home and immediately washed my hair and straightened it, yeah. so... That's the good thing about hair, at least. Is you yeah, can, you can fix it When it comes it to something bit. like that, you can fix it. At least she didn't cut it, like, super short and also tight curls, but it was, like, Ooh. very bad. That's so upsetting. I remember in eighth grade, I want to say. Mm. Yes, it was eighth grade, because it was just before I went to Cuba. Um, nice. My friend Kathleen and I decided that we wanted to go get our hair done together. Not sure why. Um, <laughs> it's one of those things. That it was we were like do. thirteen, and we're like, we want to go get our hair done. It's gonna be so fun. Um, and like, I have a hairdresser that I've been going to since I was like four. Um, so we, but we didn't go to her. We wanted to go to this other place for whatever reason, because like I don't know, Kathleen had been there before, and she's like, it's great. Yeah. Because she'd gotten a really good haircut there. So I was like, sure, I'll go with you. We'll both get our hair done. This is so weird. Now that I'm reflecting back on it, why did we do this? Um, <laughs> So Kathleen's mom took us to this place to get her hair done, and we both went in with, like, ideas of what we wanted, and I don't remember exactly what I wanted, and I don't remember exactly what Kathleen wanted, but let me tell you, neither (laughs) of us got what we wanted. (laughs) We both left and absolutely hated our hair. Kathleen was, like, you, like, she always had really long hair, and they cut it so much. Like, they cut, like, several inches off of it, and it was, like, not what she wanted, and they did something like, weird with mine. Again, I don't know what I asked. Probably yeah. something stupid that wouldn't have looked good anyway. Um, <laughs> One of those raccoon things. <laughs> God. And I so... Oh, that's so embarrassing. And so we, I just remember, like, going back to Kathleen's house and we were both, like, standing in her bathroom, like, looking in the mirror, like, what just happened? Oh, no. What a nightmare. And then I think Precious we, like... Babies. I think we were, like, trying to, like, fix it and, like, do yeah. things with it and we, like, gave ourselves, like, makeovers or something to, like, detract from the fact that we had really bad hair. So weird the things you do with friends. Yeah, I feel like eighth grade was like really weird for me because like we would just like do these things where it was like, why are we acting like we're 30? <laughs> no, that's 100%. I remember being at a friend's house for like a sleepover or something and everyone was like in the mirror like fixing their hair and doing their makeup yeah. and I was just like, cool, sitting in the back and then my hair, I never parted it like in a way, I just like whatever way it was going. Yeah. I was like, cool. And this person was like, I'm going to part it this way. And, like, took one of those combs. Uh, and I felt like I was in, like, the Princess Diaries oh where she gets God. the makeover. Just flipped my hair and everyone was like, oh my God. <laughs> Someone passes out. <laughs> I was like, this seems dramatic, but we're in eighth grade. That's amazing. So. When were you allowed to start wearing makeup? I didn't really ever have, like, 
a rules? Time where, oh wow, okay. <laughs> no rules. No, I didn't have like makeup rules. So uh, it was just like you could just worn it whenever. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I ha- I remember <laughs> my mom and sister would make fun of me to this day. <laughs> um, I was eating spaghetti. And then I went upstairs and put lipstick on, but didn't wipe my mouth. So I had, like, the ring of, like, spaghetti sauce and then lipstick. Ooh. And I was like, do you like my lipstick? And they were like, mm, That's a it's look. a no for me. <laughs> when were you allowed? Uh, I loved wear makeup when I was 14, so, like, going into high school. Wow. Um, but, like, I could wear it for special occasions. Like, I wore it to, like, grade 8 grad. I got my makeup done. I got my makeup done... At Shoppers, yeah, I think. Did I? Yeah, I think I got it done, or I got it done, and then she like, I got it done ahead of time, and then I like, got the products and like redid yeah. it. Yeah, I can't remember, but I remember having a makeover at Shoppers, and I was like, "Ooh, this is exciting!" But that was like only like a few weeks before I turned fourteen. <laughs> actually, now that I'm reflecting on it, um, but yeah, and then I made some questionable makeup choices like in the early years. I think but, we all did. Yeah. I think we all did. A lot of blue eyeshadow people had. <laughs> that was, I feel like that was a little bit before my time. I feel like yeah. if I had been allowed to wear makeup in like the early 2000s, yeah, that's that would have been was, very me. Um, but I remember my mom telling me that purple really complements brown eyes, oh. which is what I have and it's what my mom has. And she would always wear like really pretty, like kind of like smoky purple, like eyeliner or eyeshadow. Yeah. It always look really nice on her. And so I decided to, like, follow her lead. and But I didn't get, like, a nice, like, smoky purple. Yeah. I got, like, an ice purple. Yeah, nice. And so I just, like, wear that <laughs> as eyeliner. And um, I, looking back, probably not the best look. I feel like... But also well, not the worst look I, I could have like done. I feel like a lot of my makeup choices and things have, like, just all, they all start rough. Because my mom doesn't wear makeup. My sister doesn't wear makeup. That's true. So, like, I... Had nothing had to no go with. no concept of what anything was. Yeah. So it was like I would just see, like, magazines or, like, YouTube. Oh, and be the like, early days. Yeah. That's it, but not be good at it. So yeah. I was thinking yesterday how different my makeup, like, routine has, mm-hmm. co- like, become over the years. Because I, for whatever reason, I was, like, wanting, I was, like, playing around with makeup last night. And I, like, did winged eyeliner for the first time. And, yeah. like, eons. And I was just, like... I looked at myself in the mirror and I was like, this doesn't even suit me. But I wore it. Nice I wore it for like three years straight. Just like every goddamn day. Just like draw a friggin' <laughs> wing on my face. And I just like looked at myself. Me. But like it looks so nice on you. And I think it looks so nice on a lot of people. But I just like looked at myself in the mirror yesterday and like maybe it did suit me then, but I just yeah. think like it's so not what suits me anymore. Yeah. And I was just like, wow. Yeah. Things happen, <laughs> people change. I just used I like winged eyeliner every day and then there's like a period of time where it was like contour but I like never do it very well and now I'm just like <sighs> you're like maybe some mascara just like I was like a little bit of concealer just <laughs> go with it but I don't know I just feel like I love the like concept of like makeup as a form of identity and I yeah. really that sounds so pretentious but I've just always been so interested in makeup and I love seeing what people do for their makeup and like how like matches up with their personality yeah. and, like, how it changes over time. Because, like, mine is just, like, wow. <laughs> Done, like, an entire <laughs> the 360. Evolution. It's so funny. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm happy with how I do my makeup now. I love your makeup. No more All ice blue time. or ice purple eyeshadow or <laughs> eyeliner or whatever I was wearing back then. 
I remember, like, when you're talking about getting your makeup done at Shoppers, I remember for grade 8 grad going to, um, Eglinton Town Center. Oh. <laughs> the Bay. Yeah. Had a little Mac booth. Ooh, At Mac. the time. You're bougie. I know. And I got it done there, and then I got, like, a couple things that yeah. she used on me. That's, like, because I think I got, like, a lip gloss and, like, <gasps> an eyeshadow, and I was like, oh my god. One of my first pieces of makeup was a uh, lip gloss from Matt. Yeah, that's what it was. It was fuchsia pink. <laughs> it was like weird brown beige mm. color. It's not great. Interesting. But I remember she did that thing with like the white eyeshadow and like the corners. The corners. Yeah. And that was not at this period of time like a thing. Mm-hmm. Like it was just like. And I remember going to grad and people being like, what's in the corner of your eyes? And I was so self-conscious. Oh, no. And then later on it became like, a, oh, it makes your eyes like yeah. pop. And I was like, see? All you people. Like, I did it first. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that was the problem back then, though, like, when that started becoming things, they would, they'd use, like, really stark white. That's exactly And it's what like, was. that's not a look. Tone it down with, like, a light shiver, and yeah. then you're, like, on the right path. But yeah, I remember, like, the same thing when, like, I first started doing that, because, like, I would see other people, and, like, that was, like, a thing for all the Yeah. Like, a stark white in the inner corners of yeah. your eye, and it's like, that's, that's bold. Not, that's not a look. Did I ever tell you the story about how at my grade 8 graduation I fell down the stairs? <gasps> no. So it was That like, sounds like a Zoe move. Yeah. That doesn't sound like I a Logan move. I was channeling you before I knew you. <laughs> um, it wasn't like during the ceremony or okay. anything like that. It was, we had like a reception in the church basement afterwards. And I was one of the first people to come oh, down no. from yeah. upstairs. And the only other person that was down in the church basement was this kid in my class. His name was Callum. And... <laughs> And so he was just, like, standing down there, and, like, we were waiting for everybody else to come down. And I just... Actually, I don't think I fell down the stairs, but I, like, walked down the stairs, and then I just, like, tripped and face-planted on the ground of the church, and I just, like, fell. And Callum just, like, looked at me. He's like, are you okay? (laughs) I'm fine, Callum. And I was like, yeah. No, I'm good. Thank you so much for asking. That was my fear. Like, when you had to walk through the church and, like, Mm. little... That was, I remember our high school graduation. I was so scared because they had, like, freaked us out. They're like, the stairs that you have to go up to, to the stage, are the steepest stairs you will ever encounter in your natural born life. They were like, do not wear heels or you will literally die and and no one will be there to help you. And I was like, okay, but I'm still going to wear heels though because I was that binge in, like, grade 12. And, but I remember I was, like, so worried because I had, like, these, yeah. like, three-inch heels that I borrowed from my friend Kathleen. Um, and I was, like, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. And I didn't fall, thank God, but I was, like... No. You could probably see me, like, focusing, going up the stairs, being, like, one As soon as they said no heels, I was, like, you got it. You're, I like, you didn't have to tell it. me twice. <laughs> got my flats ready to go. Oh, my God. That was also my fear at my university graduation, because, again, I wore heels that were so uncomfortable. They were also the heels that you got for me mm. because... I couldn't find them yeah. at my local Forever 21, yeah. and you had been out shopping that day, yeah. and I was like, if you see these shoes, can you, because I had a vision for my outfit. Yeah, you did. And I looked really good. You did. Um, I wore, like, little, like, crop dress pants, like, a, anyway, it's not important. <laughs> um, my shoes are really cute. Most painful things ever. I've never worn them again. Um, and, but they were, like, four-inch heels, and I was, there's an incline for when you had to, like, walk, when they, like, filtered us into yeah. the auditorium there was like an incline and I was like I'm gonna go like ass over and fall and tumble down the incline I was so scared but 
We made I it. I wore flats to my university grad too because I know myself. <laughs> Honestly, I feel like flats are just always a good choice. The flats you wore to your grad were really cute. They were they were pretty good. Yeah. They were, except my feet were bleeding, but that happens. That happens. No matter what you do, I know. Apparently, so I guess. <laughs> but it was so weird getting like I'm so nervous, obviously, because it's a giant room. Yeah. And you're like, <laughs> but like as soon as we got off the stage, I was like, "What world have I just entered?" Like you get off the stage, and there was like this side kind of room that you had to walk through to get out again. Yeah. And you step in, you like shake everyone's hand, right? One of my profs hugged me, and I was like, why are we doing this? <laughs> and then I get, like, into this room, and there's, like, people there, yeah. like, Ryerson people. They're, like, patting me on the back. They give me this booklet of, of job hunting, and they're like, good job, you did it, and go to the next person, and they pass me something else, and I was like, yeah. what's happening? No, that just, like, unlocked. There was something similar at mine, too, where it's, like, you walked off the stage, you got shown into another room where they actually gave you your diploma because they handed you something on stage but it was an empty it was thing a shell of a <laughs> um you go into this other room you get your diploma then you pose for a picture with yeah. it and you're like yeah and then yeah and then they gave me something about like being an alumni and yeah I that's was like, right cool. you go it was that room with all the people patting your back and like, <laughs> giving you things then you left and you had to walk out of the theater yeah into the like lobby area <laughs> love that the usb just went flying just took a fly um, and then you went into the lobby, and there was photographers, and you had to do three pictures. Oh. And you had to, like, they gave you the best one, I yeah, guess. Yeah, yeah, But it was like, stand on this X, snap. Yeah. Stand on this X. And I was like, what's happening? Amazing. Oh, what a time. Wow. Love, we got very derailed. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I don't know, I just think it's important to talk about these things. <laughs> I do, too. You're so right. That hold no relevance on anything whatsoever. Um, so last weekend I was out for lunch with my mom, uh, we'd gone to the ROM and then we grabbed lunch afterwards and the restaurant that we were at- I think you mean the museum. The museum, sorry, (laughs) to use Zoe's term. Um, the restaurant that we went to, you had to like go up a flight of stairs to get to it. And so I get to the top of the stairs and somebody's coming out of the restaurant. So they open the door and I grab it from them and I hold it open as they leave. They are then followed by the rest of their family, which includes, it was him, his wife, somebody else some kids like it was like it was like a large family like 12 people they all the filter out none of them say thank you and so i turn and i go oh you're welcome i meant to say it quietly yeah. because that's the kind of passive aggressive person i am <laughs> but it came out very loudly and the woman who left turns and she goes oh i am so sorry you know i so i didn't mean to not say thank you it's just you know when you have like kids with you it's really hard to keep track of things and she was getting like so <laughs> defensive yeah and i just like ignored her and walked into the restaurant and then i sat down with my mom and my mom's just like what was that woman saying to you and i like explained what yeah. had happened and then i just like went off i was just like i'm sorry but if like if you can't keep track of your kids and also <laughs> still have manners you That's probably shouldn't have had kids I, it's not that hard to just be like, thanks. Having or children. Or not smile. Be like, mm. At the very least. Having children does not excuse you from being a decent, polite person. Somebody has held the door open for you and your entire ungrateful ass family, <laughs> and you're not going to say thank All you? All 18 of them. I don't think so. Like, and then she, she was being so, like, overly, like, oh, I'm so sorry. And she was, like, yeah. trying to like, be defensive and, like, acting like I had been, like, 
unwarranted yeah, in my like, comment. I'm so sorry. I have kids. You don't know what that's like. It's like, but I know what it's like to be a polite person. <laughs> so, so maybe you should try don't. it sometime. You useless waste of space. <laughs> Thank have you. Have fun with your bratty children. Thank you. Um. So that was super fun, and I was just like, whatever. <laughs> People are so rude sometimes. Where I'm like, what? Why? Who raised you? I don't know, but, like, she's going on and raising more kids, so can't wait for them to not <laughs> have manners. The cycle continues. And then, like, I don't know, like, the ROM must have some sort of, like, kids thing on the weekends yeah. or, like, on Saturdays, because, like, my mom and I got there, it was, like, 11, and there were so many little kids. Like, yeah. little kids. Like, kids still in strollers. I'm just like, there is nothing they, here not, for you. They're not taking anything in. Your they're brain like, is, light. like, the size of a clementine. Like, you're not gonna be able to take all of this in. Like, you can't do anything. My brain is also the size of a clementine. Like, there were so many small children, and they were just, like, running around because their parents don't know how to control them. And it's, like, they're just, like, running in front of us. And, like, my mom, like, has, like, some issues, like, with her, like, knee and stuff like yeah. that. So, like... You know, she's not... The balance isn't great. Like, she can't just have, like, some kid run in front of her suddenly. Like, sorry. And, like... But I'm just like, people. Why? Is it so hard for your kids to be well-behaved? It's... It really is. Like, I just don't have time for it. I don't have patience for it. I'm sorry. If you can't control your children and teach them to be well-behaved and not little brats out in public, you shouldn't have had kids. Oh my god, sorry, it just unlocked something in my brain <laughs> that I don't think I told you, but I meant to. Um, when we went out for, like, our staff, like, Christmas dinner thing, mm-hmm. my manager was talking about when she used to work somewhere else, or it might have been where I work currently, yeah. I couldn't tell what she was talking about. But she said that she was helping someone in the back, and then turned around and saw a mother helping her son pee into a water bottle in the middle of the store. What? <laughs> Just in the middle of the store. And Shab had to run over and be like, no, no, don't put that down. Like, what? Yeah. I have no faith in people. Just peeing in a water bottle in the middle of the store. In like, there's, what there's world? bathrooms, I'm sure. Is that acceptable? Like, I, I, it's probably not where I work now, but, like, I'm pretty sure, like, it was also in a mall. So, yeah. Like, definitely restrooms available. Or if there's not, at least take them out of the store. Just do it somewhere else that's not here. Like, please. People are ridiculous. Isn't that, like, actually not okay at all? I can't deal with them. I I really do like kids. I like them a lot. I think that a lot of them are very sweet. I just don't have time for um, ill-behaved children and (laughs) parents parents that just don't seem to care or think it's cute when they're misbehaving. Like, I I just, I can't stand entitled kids and their entitled parents. Like, I... Went to elementary school in, like, a very privileged part of the city, and, like, I just saw it so much with these kids, and I'm just like, this is how your parents let you behave? What? I would, some of the kids that come into the store, I'm like, I would be dead if I ever did this. My mother would murder me in front of you all. Like, you can't just (laughs) In front of every single one of you. You can't just let your kids, like, run amiss and just do whatever they want. Like, please learn. (laughs) Control them. To discipline them when needed. Just saying. Ugh, ridiculous. Anyway, what are we actually talking about on today's episode? <laughs> 22 minutes in. Ooh, I'm actually, I thought it was going to be longer than that. I thought it was true. I was like, at least half an hour. I, I literally thought it was going to be like an hour that we had just spent <laughs> talking about, like, makeup and graduations and children. 
Uh, okay, we're only 22 minutes uh, in. That's awesome. Um, what are we talking about? We are... This is my list of things that I... My list is very similar. It's just the one added. Right. Yes. Okay. So we are going to talk about Quentin Tarantino, um, the allegations that came out against him by Uma Thurman. Uh, we're going to talk about... Uh, oh, Steve Wynn resigning as chairman and CEO of Wynn Resorts in Las Vegas and other places. That's in- relevant to my interest. <laughs> um, Kylie's baby reveal. We love a Kardashian slash Jenner. Um, an episode of The High Low that came out this week that Ooh. I <laughs> instructed Zoe li- to listen to because I was like, I really want to talk about this and I need you to know yeah. what I'm talking about specifically. And I did. And you did. And also, Lady Doritos. Lady Doritos. <laughs> and what was your addition? Logan Paul. My namesake. Yep. He's back at it again. At the Krispy Kreme. At the Krispy Kreme. Yeah. Yeah. What is what is Logan Paul up to these days? Okay. We'll do that first. Let's get into um, it. He took a break <laughs> from YouTube a after brief interlude. the forest video that we all know of. Yeah. Um, he then <laughs> proceeded to make a video on his Twitter mm-hmm. that was like... I don't know, it was like a god emerging from a cave and, like, waves crashing and he had, like, a really long beard and it was, like, the return or something like that. Very biblical. It was very weird. I was like, dude, you left because you filmed a dead body. Like, no one kicked you off of anything. They should (laughs) have. They definitely should have. That's a whole other thing. (laughs) But, like, you left because you did something bad. Mm -hmm. So, don't make it seem like, oh... Someone pushed you the into a cave. The prodigal son has I know, returned. that's all it was. I was like, okay, chill. <laughs> um, so anyways, he had his big return on YouTube, um, and the video was him tasering dead rats. Mm-hmm. So in case you so, needed further proof that he's literally a psychopath. There you go. I can't imagine what it takes <laughs> to be like, I was <laughs> shunned from YouTube. Well, by YouTubers mm-hmm. and, like, Twitter. Just the, the, the world. Um, for making a video where I was disrespectful to a dead person. Mm-hmm. So now, I'm back. I've learned from my continuous whatever he said. Continuous lapse in judgment, judgment I think was his phrasing. learned from that, so I'm going to tase dead things. Yeah. So cool, we're just... Like, rat obviously is not the same as a person. But, but I just think there's something sick, even though the animal was already dead, I just think there's something really sick about, like, torturing an animal. Yeah. I realize the animal wasn't alive, like, but- but there's no reason to do that. I just think, like, there's something really sick about that, where it's like, the animal's already dead, like, why do you feel you need to do this? Why do you find this entertaining? And why do your viewers find this entertaining? To right? me, there's something in your it's brain that's not really quite not, right. It's not okay at all. Did I screenshot a tweet? Let me check. I can't even remember. Let's go to the phones. Let's go. But yeah, it's just really, really gross. I didn't. Mm. Wow, good job, though. Awesome. Okay, so no tweet. That's cool. <laughs> no, um. but like, they're, they're all pretty much just saying the same thing, where it's like, really, you leave mm-hmm. YouTube because you were disrespectful, only to come back and, and be continue disrespectful. being disrespectful. Um, also, apparently, I didn't watch the video. No. It didn't. I was like, okay. Um, but there was an- apparently another part where he has, like, a pond of koi fish, 
And one of them was dying, and he was poking it with a stick instead of, like, doing anything to, like... I heard about that. ...help or anything. Yeah. So, um, the I, worst I really just way. don't think that he's okay. Like, no. I think... Like, he's gonna hurt someone. Yeah. Like, I don't say that to, like, be funny. Like, I just... I don't think a person who doesn't have something going on... I don't think he has empathy. I don't think, I think he does he's a sociopath. I don't... Based on prank videos, too. Prank videos are on YouTube or something that, like, just stress me out and make me very angry. Yeah. Because seldom is the prank funny. No, it's always scary. It's always really frightening for the person who's being pranked. Or yeah. just, like... Like, oh, you slapped your or brother the in the Or the person who's, like, doing the prank, because it's like, you don't know how somebody's gonna react to no. that. Like, there was one, one of the people in, like, the vlog squad or whatever. Ugh, yes. One of the roommates in that does prank videos. And there was one where David Dobrik, like, watched it with him mm-hmm. and was like, dude, like, what are you doing? Because he went somewhere and, like, pulled out a fake gun out of his backpack in, like, a mall or uh-huh. something and, like, put it up to people to see what would, like, what would... Was that person white by yeah, any chance? Yeah, no, 100%. Yeah. Because if they were not, they would not be around. No, yeah, that's that's bold. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I genuinely, like, I'm saying it here and now. Logan Paul is a sociopath. 100%. Um, and I have no doubts about that. And Zoe texted me earlier. She's just like, who would have thought that, like, Jake Paul would be the least <laughs> offensive out of the two of them? Right? Like, it's every day, bro, that, that we're not tasering dead rats. What a wholesome boy. <laughs> He's we just, love a wholesome he's boy. He's just out here making fun bops with his friends, <laughs> setting mattresses on fire or something, whatever he does yeah. in his house. Um, but, there wow. Was something in the video, too, again, I didn't watch it, but I read stuff about mm-hmm. it, but apparently he says, like, no rat comes to my house and doesn't get tased. <laughs> like, I, I saw that. Um, Interesting. Yeah, no, he's... You're a fun person. Yeah, fun is one way to describe <laughs> fun! it. Fun! We love Ricky Dillon. Just kidding, I've never actually watched any of his videos. Fun! I know nothing about him. I just know that he says fun! And I respect that. Because I also like to have fun. <laughs> and not taste dead rats. Um, yeah, no. Or live rats, for that just matter. Don't! Or anything. Here's just a real- unless somebody is attacking you, maybe don't taste them. Yeah, just like a good rule of thumb. Also, why does he have a taser? Why? Because- don't really start weapons in the states. Ugh, Jesus Christ. Um, should I yeah, move on? That, to yeah, it? that's all I had for him. Yeah, he's it's just a little quick update on his return to YouTube. It is not at all awaited return. Oh, and it's still monetized, like a hundred percent. Oh no, I'm sure. So. I'm sure. Yeah, no, that's awesome. YouTube still needs him, so they're not gonna do anything. Anything anything. There was, like, an issue with YouTube where, like, people who weren't subscribed to him were still getting notifications that he posted videos, and everybody was like, um, hey, at YouTube. Stop this. We didn't ask for this. Like, we're not subscribed to this bullshit. I do not subscribe. (laughs) Um, speaking of things that are on YouTube this week, Kylie's baby reveal. Baby. Did you watch the video? I did. It was very sweet. I, yeah, my mom watched it before me and I was like in the kitchen and I overheard her and I was just like, what are you watching? She's like, oh, it's Kylie's baby reveal. So I was like, well, I need to watch this immediately. (laughs) Um, and did I get teary eyed? Yes. Yes, I did. Um, what were your thoughts on it? I thought it was very cute. It was very precious. I thought it was delightful. I liked that she kept things 
the thing is like a catch 22 for her mm-hmm. because I feel like people are like, well, why are you so private about it? And then uh, just to make a big drop. But then I feel like if she was very open about it, people would be like, God, can you give yourself some privacy? Well, I think, yeah, with any of the Kardashians slash Jenners, um, and I mean, like, there's a lot of their behavior that oh, I haven't yeah. agreed with it's in the past great. and she's problematic, but I think that's the thing with them. They can never do anything right. It's like they no. do things one way and people will criticize them for it. They do it another. They still get criticism. Um, I thought the video was so sweet. I think it's just a lovely thing to be able to look back on, yeah. like, when their daughter's older. Um, I loved the footage of her with Travis Scott and his family. I thought that was so nice. Um, cause, and I just, I feel like the thing with Kylie, more so than any of the other sisters, is she just seems so fake and, like, disgenuine. Yeah. Is that a word? I don't know. Um, she just seems so manufactured and so, like, not a real person. And so it was so nice to actually see footage of her. And I was like, oh, wow. (laughs) You are a real person. This is so nice. You obviously, like, care. Like, you could tell that she was so excited about having a baby. I don't know why. But, (laughs) like, you could tell that it was, like, genuinely making her happy. And, like, her and Travis both seemed, like, really stoked on it. Um, and yeah, I just thought it was really sweet. I think it's amazing that she was able to keep it under wraps for nine yeah. months. Like, like people had s- suspicions. Yeah, people had speculated that was. she was pregnant, but no one had ever been able to get the confirmation. Yeah. No one saw her out to confirm it. None of her friends or family said anything, and I think that is the most amazing thing out of yeah. all of it. Like, Especially from that family, too. Well, that's the thing, and I think, you know, people would be really quick to judge and be like, oh, well, anyone in that family or anyone that she's friends with would be, like, so quick to sell her out. But they didn't say anything. Yeah, I'm surprised there's no, like, inside source till Right? No, I... Well done. Well done. Like, it got, like, that's truly amazing. Um, What do you think of the baby's name, Stormy? It's cute. I didn't like it when I first heard it. I, I didn't like that it was spelled with an I. That's what I don't. I was, <laughs> That's what I don't appreciate. I have an issue with, like, things that aren't spelled correctly. Call me crazy. <laughs> but the more I see it and hear it, I'm just like, I actually do prefer it with the I. Yeah. And I think it's very cute. Like, Stormy Webster. That sounds adorable. It's a very cute name. I think it's sweet. At first I was like, what? And then I was like, no, that's actually cute. It's fun. Like, I don't know, like, what I was expecting. No, I don't. It's a celebrity. Like, yeah, I mean, like, it wasn't gonna be, like, Samantha. Um, (laughs) (laughs) could you imagine? Um, yeah, I thought the whole thing was very sweet, and I think, I liked what she said about she just wanted to take the nine months. Yeah. And, like, do it her own way, and she, like, I didn't want there to be, like, some big, like, gotcha moment, or, like, yeah. some big, like, public, like, televised, monetized thing, like, I think that's really nice, and I think a lot of people respect her for that, yeah. and, um, I know, like, some people have been like, well, why didn't she just continue to keep it private, and it's just like, well, it's she was- It's an exciting thing. It's an exciting thing. She's grown up in the spotlight. It's amazing that she was able to go undercover for nine months, but, yeah. like, she was literally, like, in hiding for nine months. Like, you can't expect her to just, like, live, what, the next, like, 18 years of her life like that? Yeah, my child is grown. And then like, oh, I had oh, by baby. the way, here's this grown-ass kid that I had. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. I think the whole thing was handled really well. I thought it was very cute. Um, and I hope that her and Stormy and Travis are very happy. Yeah. The video is very sweet. It's it was nice. and very like aesthetically pleasing. It was so cute. I want the pajamas that her friends were wearing at the um, <laughs> baby shower. Yeah, they were really cute. I was like, ooh, where to cop a cheaper version of those? Because I'm Definitely sure cheaper. those were yeah. not inexpensive at all. No. Um, 
Yeah, I don't know. I think this is like the first time. Actually, no, we talked about Kim Kardashian last week. I was gonna say it's the first time we've talked about like a Kardashian slash Jenner, but we talked about Kim Kardashian and her cornrows. Ah, uh, yes. So <laughs> I was like, when did we? You know, you win some, you lose some. You do, but. I think, like, whether or not you like or dislike Kylie, you have to appreciate that video. Yeah. It's very, very sweet. I loved the footage at the beginning of, like, Chris giving birth to Kylie. I thought that was just so sweet. I was like, that's delightful. Say what you want about the Kardashians and Jenners, but they genuinely care about each other. No, they do. And they, like, when you watch their show, you're like, they're just like any other family. Like, they're so close-knit and, like, it's very cute and... They just happen to have a lot more money than we will ever see. Yeah, and, you know, good for them. They (laughs) have certainly built themselves an empire, and I respect them for that. I do. Can't fault them for that. They're smart. Smart folks. Gotta love Kris Jenner. Greatest businesswoman of this era. (laughs) Truly, though. Amazing. Uh, Yeah, those are my thoughts on Kylie's baby reveal. (laughs) Your voice is like... I know. Need to drink some water. I'm very raspy. You parched. <laughs> um, uh, Lady Doritos. Lady Doritos. That sounds like a bad clue character. It just doesn't sound like, like a Lady real Doritos thing. in the hall. Um. So the CEO or somebody of PepsiCo, which owns Doritos or whatever, announced that they are making chips specifically for women. Just what I've been waiting for. Because women do not like to crunch loudly or have to lick their fingers of chip residue. Um, so this has been a thing that's like sweeping the internet this week. (laughs) And I mean, I don't like chewing loudly. I don't like crunching away. Whenever I eat crunchy things in public, I am very aware of the noise I'm making. But that's because society has trained me to be that way. Because women are taught to not make noise and not take up space. So, I mean, I don't think Doritos is really helping anyone by, like, just perpetuating that. The way it's being, like, marketed to, it's like, women have never eaten chips before. No. Now's your chance, little lady. (laughs) Um, One of the authors that I really, really like, Shay Serrano, he tweeted the other day. um, And I'm just trying to find it now. (laughs) <laughs> he like tweeted it and it was like a pitch for Mad Men and so it was like Don Draper <laughs> see gentlemen you're not selling chips you're selling dreams <laughs> and then it's like in it like asterisks asterisks that's such a hard word to say it's like flips over a poster of a woman shamefully eating crunchy chips in a hall closet while another proudly eats hers in the kitchen and then Don Draper Lady Doritos for the women who don't want to eat chips in the closet <laughs> And it's so funny because, like, I can literally just, like, hear that in John Hamm's voice from Mad Men. And I'm like, that's totally something that they would have tried to do. It sounds ridiculous enough to be on TV. It sounds fake. Yeah. Lady Doritos. I really hope that they're just, like, joking. Ha ha ha. Like, early <laughs> Change their minds. Be like, we were just joshing you. It's actually so funny. I, like, I actually want this to come to fruition. Like, yeah. I want to see these Lady Doritos. Tested test on the podcast. Oh, my God. Crunch. Like, no crunch. What exactly? Like, how are you going to make a chip not crunchy? I... It won't be a chip anymore. No, it's something What are you going to have some floppy-ass chip? It's like wet tortillas. Just wait, like, you're just going to have, like, a potato, like, a piece of potato. Yeah. And it's Doritos. Like, it's, Oh, yeah, those are corn chips. Cor- like, how? It's a bag of corn. Just... Niblets. Just of- <laughs> niblets of corn. 
but nice, like, boiled corn that's nice mm. and soft so it doesn't make noise. <laughs> so stupid. Hire us, is what we're saying. We are great people for advertising. <laughs> we are. And ideas. Corn niblets. <laughs> Can't wait for Lady Doritos. Lady corn niblets. <laughs> it's so uh, stupid. And Chris and Rachel of Coffee with Rachel talked about this on their podcast this past week also, and they're just talking about all these, like, stupid unnecessarily gendered products. Lady and pens. Oh, yes. Let's not forget when Bic came out with pens made for our delicate little fingers. Like, I was doing fine, but I, I was, now there's a pink one. I was fine with my manly pens, <laughs> but here you came along. <laughs> it's so stupid. It like, really is so dumb. Everything is so ridiculous. Um, And Lady Doritos is just... I love um when they, on Tumblr and things like that, when they'll show, like, really gendered products yeah. and they're, like, so stupid. Like... The one that was, like, yogurt for men. And the, like, oh the my top God. is all black and has, like, dark blue writing. And, like, God forbid. Super large font. I'm like, what was wrong with, like, the normal yogurt? Like, yogurt container? is not a gendered thing. It's yogurt. It, it's just some bacteria. Like, just it's eat not. eat your bacteria and shut up. It's <laughs> so funny. It's, like, anything that's, like, scented for females, it's always, like, Cinnamon, vanilla, cupcake, tropical swirl, and then anything for a man, it's just like, this dirt smells <laughs> like dirt and barbecue. <laughs> You're like, whoa! And the blood of your enemies. <laughs> like, it's just so aggressive. Um, and it's just like, why? It's why do we just, do this? You know, those are not good smells. No. Maybe barbecue is. But it's like, do you <laughs> want, like, your like deodorant to smell like barbecue? Mm. Ribs. Like, what? <laughs> like... Like, oh, so weird. I hate it. I hate how, like, fragile masculinity is that they have to, like, gender these things. There's a commercial that I see all the time for, like, Pine Sol or something like that. And they have army men and ballerinas. And the army men are, like, powerful, clean, powerful, clean. And they're, Mm -hmm. like, running. And the ballerinas are, like, lemony, fresh, lemony, fresh. And then they jump into the Pine Sol. But every time I'm, like, why is he the powerful, clean? And you're the lemony fresh. Also, why are they jumping into the pine sol? It's really, it's a strange commercial. I'll I, find it to show to you after. Jesus. Um, yeah. Lady, Just like that doesn't need to happen. Lady Dorit's. Dorit's. Can't wait. To see how they're going to make those not crunchy. And also, like, so they're just, like, what, not going to have flavoring on them? Because they're yeah. like, oh, women don't like to lick their fingers. Um, Doritos are delightful, and that's part of the delight. That's the best part of eating chips is licking your fingers. Yeah, it is. I'm just saying. <laughs> you just made was amazing, and I wish. Did I look like John Taffer? <laughs> a little bit. It's like, um, Like, so what, yeah. you're just going to have a floppy, unflavored <laughs> chip. What? I, I don't know. I just don't understand how this is going to, like, I don't know the, how you're like, gonna, concept. I don't understand the science behind it. No. Um, I also just, like, Doritos commercials and Mountain Dew commercials are the weirdest commercials of all time. So I want to know how, like, once they come out, that's how They're the always so targeted be. towards men. Right? I'm like, what are you doing now? And, like, weird men that play video games in their basement. Yeah. Or Zoe. Or me. <laughs> Rude. <laughs> Attacked. Uh, listen, we all know you like Sweet Chili Heat Doritos. I do. I just had some yesterday. Sweet Chili Heat Doritos. Doritos. Um, I need those, but in lady form. Lady you know? form. They're just going to be tiny 
and maybe that's it. Unflavored. Maybe they're just small, maybe. so that you don't crunch them. You just you put can them just in your swallow mouth. them like <laughs> a pill. We solved it. <gasps> they're capsules filled with with Doritos. the flavoring. Oh my god. We cracked it. We cracked it. And they're That's also it. an appetite suppressant. Yeah. So don't worry, you won't gain weight. Only need one. And that's <laughs> your meal one. for the day. It oh. expands in your oh stomach. <laughs> it's like it's a slim band. <laughs> that's the next product. We're getting ahead of ourselves. I was thinking like those dinosaurs when you put in the water and like <laughs> the in towels. 24 hours they like. That's it. Oh my god. Wow, okay, we figured it out. I can't believe we're signed. (laughs) You heard it here first, folks. (laughs) You heard it here first. (laughs) Ferks. Oh, Oh, lordy. Uh, We're we're okay. (laughs) Where do we want to go next? Maybe I'll just, like, briefly touch on Steve Wynn. Um, Don't touch on Steve Wynn. I don't want to. He is... He... mm, Gross. Um, So, as some of our listeners may know... I've been to Las Vegas a twice, um, two times. It's a place that I love dearly. <laughs> I was just gonna say it's a place, and I was like, I think that would also they be have factual. That. Um, they have that down. It's a place I love dearly, and one of the places I love so dearly in Las Vegas is the Wynn Hotel, um, which was created and is owned by Steve Wynn, who has recently stepped down as chairman and CEO of Wynn Resorts amid sexual assault allegations. <sighs> so Another one bites the dust. Yikes. Like, and he had, like, a huge settlement with a woman from, like, a few years ago. She settled for, like, she got $7.5 million. Like, you don't settle for that much money no. if you're innocent. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's, like, a hefty price. Like, that's a lot of money. Um, so that's super unfortunate. He's basically, like, attributed to, like, really just the modern-day Las Vegas Strip because he is behind the Bellagio and the Mirage, and then he was, like, and also Treasure Island, I think, and then he was, like, I'm gonna go do my own thing, and then he did the Wynn and the Encore, which are two beautiful hotels, um, and he also has places in Macau also. Must be nice. Um, (laughs) I also have money. Yes. No, I'm also very wealthy. Um, and so it's just, uh, it's unfortunate because, like, why wouldn't he be a terrible piece of shit, right? I know, that's, that's how I'm reacting to every bit of news Why not? It's like, oh, okay. It's like, what else? Yeah. What else are you gonna do? Now I know. It is what it (laughs) is. That's life. (sighs) Um, shall we get into the Hilo, Woody Allen, Quentin Tarantino? Let's get into that. So... I've mentioned the Hilo on this podcast before. It's a podcast that I listen to. <laughs> and I have mentioned in the past that I don't always agree with what the hosts have to say. I've said that they are in favor of Lena Dunham, which I find mm-hmm. questionable. Um, don't always agree with their takes, but for the most part, I enjoy what they talk about. And I'm like, cool, like, interesting topics that I find interesting. Yeah. Amazing. Um this week, though, I was listening to it, and just for about the first half hour, I was like, oh, no. So they started the show by talking about Woody Allen, and then they went into Quentin Tarantino. Two hot-button issues. <laughs> and like I said, I made Zoe listen to the episode because I was like, I need yeah. you to experience I had this. never listened to them before. What a way to start, right? Now I will not be it's not gonna, future. Yeah, you're not going to want to continue on with that. No. Um, so 
Woody Allen is somebody who we hate on this podcast. Somebody. A worm. <laughs> Woody Allen is a worm that both Zoe and I despise. Yeah. We've been very vocal about that on this here little podcast. Um, and he's been the topic of a lot of conversation recently. Yeah. Given the Me Too movement and all of the powerful men that have been, like, torn down yeah. and tossed out in the garbage. Where they belong. He has managed to, like, worm his way out of all of this like so far. Like the literal worm that he is. Like the literal worm that he is. Um, so on the high-low this week, they were talking about him, and they were talking about an article that was written about him, and I don't remember all the details now, because it was several hours ago yeah. that I listened to it, but the article was kind of, the gist of it, and what they were agreeing with was, it's not a black and white issue, it's very gray. They- Word for word said it's the grayest issue ever. And to the issue that they're talking about is whether or not Woody Allen is a pedophile yeah. who abused his daughter. Which I think daughter. is pretty black. I mean, but who knows? And then the other kind of point was, you know, this shouldn't be tried in the court of public opinion. Yeah. Like, this is a private matter that the family should be dealing with. I think, <laughs> first of all... That that's an argument that comes up a lot mm. in any sort of, like, sexual assault or sexual harassment case, whatever, mm-hmm. is the, it shouldn't be tried in a court of public opinion. Yeah. Or the go-to phrase that they go to. Mm-hmm. Um, however, juries are public opinion. It's a jury of your peers. That's a, a prime aspect of, uh, the justice system. Mm-hmm. So, yes. (laughs) It should be. I think, like, here's my thing with that. I don't think it's fair for, you know, one person to be like, hey, this is what happened and have nothing to back it up with and, like, just, I don't think it's fair for somebody to just, like, randomly spew things off and be like, this is what happened and, like, it's not true and then everybody turns on somebody and they're like, well, they said it. And it's just like, okay, that is taking it too far. But, um, when there was, like, a literal, like, court case about it. And, um, like, the babysitter and housekeepers. There were eyewitnesses. Saw things happening. Um, Dylan Farrow has stuck with the same story the entire time. Which Um, in sexual assault cases is very rare. Yes. Also, because people are traumatized. Mm -hmm. So, obviously, things... They're going to remember things later on that they didn't remember at the beginning. Yeah. That's normal. Yeah. But it's, people are always like, well, the story's changing. Her story hasn't changed. Yeah. Like, it's been consistent, so. Well, then people are like, well, that's suspicious. Yeah. She must have been right. coached. And they're like, oh my god. Again, it's like, you can't win. Um, but yeah, so that was their opinion. They're like, oh, it's a very gray issue. It shouldn't be tried in the court of public opinion. Uh, but then, they go on <laughs> to talk about the love of my life. <laughs> Just kidding. They go in to talk about Timothy Chalamet, or Timothy, um, as his name is properly pronounced, which is so pretentious. Anyway, um, <laughs> Timothy Chalamet, who, as we've discussed previously, is um, starring in Woody Allen's upcoming movie called whatever, A Rainy Day in New York or something. Um, and he... <laughs> called whatever. That's mood. Starring in that... Um, he recently came out as saying that he regrets doing it, and he donated all of his money to various causes. Good for you, Timothy. Um, so they go on to then criticize an interview that Timothy did with somebody who asked him about working with Woody Allen, and I guess Timothy's response was something like, I don't 
feel comfortable talking about yeah. that or I, it's not something I want to discuss right now. And there, and the women of the high-low were like, well, how can he not talk about that? You know, like he worked with him. Like, how can he just refuse to talk about that? Literally five minutes ago, you yeah, just said just that people shouldn't be talking about it in public. Yeah. That it's no one's business with the family. Yeah. And now you're criticizing this 22-year-old yeah. kid for not wanting to talk about it. I think it's very... Um, Bitch, what? <laughs> First of all, those comments by them make zero sense. I was like, wow, that was a jump. It wasn't even like they said it at the beginning. Then at the end of the episode, they talked about Timothy. It, it was, was like the same breath. It was literally like, da-da-da-da-da. <gasps> Then we're talking about Timothy, and I was like, and I was like, but these are completely different opinions that you're giving. Like, you're being so hypocritical right now. Yeah, that was just like, really, you guys? Really. But also, I think when you're someone who has been put in that situation where you made a statement about it, Mm -hmm. and you were criticized before, and then you made a statement about it, and then you followed up by giving money and doing the things, you know, taking steps to actually be somewhat of an ally. Yeah. Like, you did something. I think give, saying I'm not comfortable talking about this is maybe you just need time to prepare an answer yeah. that's not going to be in the news for weeks. Like, it's very, it's delicate. Mm-hmm. People don't know how to talk about it. As we've seen and, multiple times. Um, I think that's fair. Like, I think should so you talk about it? Probably. Yeah. Like, you talked about it already, you apologized, you said your piece. Should it be something that you talk about a lot? I think maybe, but if you don't but want also, to, like, it's not the only thing you have going on. To play devil's avocado, um, <laughs> you know, he made a statement which kind of outlined everything. Is there any value in him constantly just repeating himself? No. Like, because then it's rehearsed. Like, it's rehearsed, it's like, and that's kind of the point of a statement: is you put that out, and then you don't theoretically yeah. have to talk about it anymore. I'm not saying that's how it should be, but I'm just saying like. What is the added value in asking him about something yeah. he's already addressed? There's none. And so, if he wants to be like, hey, I'm not going to answer that, see <laughs> statement that was released several weeks ago, I, to me, that's fair. Or if you want to criticize him for not talking about it, don't, five minutes prior, talk about how people shouldn't be talking about it. Yeah. I just don't know. Um, I don't trust people. <laughs> Who can just end it there? I don't, I don't trust, trust people. people. No, I, I have a really hard time opening up and <laughs> That's trusting people. I just people. wanted to tell you that. Yeah. Um, I don't trust people who um, defend Woody Allen. No. In any sort of way. Whether it be like, he's the best person. He's a creative genius. I loved working with him. Like, people need to calm down and, like, talk about things that they know for a fact. Like... That, and also people who are like, well, you know, I wasn't there. We don't know. Like, like, that I can't. I can't. I don't trust you. No, like, no offense, or maybe full offense. <laughs> Take whatever you want. Um, if you do anything other than condemn him, yeah, I don't have an issue you. with that. I have an issue with that because he's a pedophile. Yeah. Um, and then the other thing, the whole, oh, well, young girls aren't young women or whatever that the hell they I, said. I actually, like, physically recoiled into myself. That was, was a like, line in the Whoa. article that they yeah. were reading, right? Okay, yeah, yeah. so the article that they were reading about Woody Allen that had bad takes in it that they were then agreeing they're with. they about the, the stepdaughter. Yes. Daughter. The, stepdaughter. The stepdaughter that he's married to. Yeah. Um, I... Uh, that alone. Is, uh, that alone. It just leaves me speechless every time. Um, and they were talking about that and about how, you know, a lot of his films portray the same sort of, like... Yeah. 
uh, love story or like characters, it's like you an know, eighteen year old, older man, older man, younger girl, and they're like, well, you know, young women and young girls aren't the same thing, yeah. and it's like it and, was so it was so cringy. It was like, you know, it may be seen as like a little like risque or something, something like that. Yeah. But, you know, young women are not young girls. And that just sounds to me like something a pedophile says. Like, like that's no not offense, normal. but you're sympathizing with a pedophile. Like, how does that feel to be that person? Because, I wouldn't know. <laughs> like, yes, I understand that, like, there is a literal difference between a 12-year-old and an 18-year-old. But also, um, I think it's very weird when, let's say, a 65-year-old man is romantically involved with an 18 year old i think there's something weird there because as zoe said as we were talking about this earlier there are power dynamics that exist in that relationship like whether or not this was something that comes up a lot when it's like a younger person and there's like consent Mm -hmm. and they're like well they consented even though they were 13 or whatever (coughs) quentin Tarantino. yeah you know that's (coughs) fine we'll get to that um the thing is maybe but also legally not allowed mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. consent. Yeah. They don't have that capacity. Yeah. Um, also, you're a grown-ass man. Yeah. And that's a child. Whether or not they want to, mm-hmm. your job as an adult is to be, this is inappropriate. Yes. This is not continuing. Please. You're a kid. And even if it is somebody who is of age and is consenting, I just think it's weird when there's that big of an age difference. There's still weird power dynamic. I just think, like, like, if there's a 40-year age difference, I just, like, I just think that there's something weird weird there, and I think, you know, just because she's 18 and can consent and is of age, there's still... Is she, like... There's still, um, you know, power imbalance, and just... It's... It's weird. Why just, I don't know, find somebody a little bit closer to your own age. Yeah. Like, why? It doesn't have to be the exact same age as you. No, but, um, but 10, 15 years younger? Go yeah, for it. That's maybe. common. People's second wives are always 15 years younger than them. But, like. Any man who's on a second marriage, <laughs> 15 years younger. I'm just saying. Just saying. Throwing that out there. Um, like, mm. Yeah, I don't know. Woody Allen is a worm. I just, the way that. Dolly and Pandora were discussing it on the Hilo, which is so disheartening. Yeah, I was very disappointed. Um, because, and I feel, and again, in the past there have been things that they've talked about and opinions that they've had, and I was like, I don't agree with that. But this week I was just like, oh, like, just, they're kind of the epitome of white oh, I was I was thinking that too, and I wasn't sure we were going to, like, get into that. But I listened, I didn't listen to the whole episode because I was like, I can't do this. I told Zoe, I was like, just like, listen to the first 30 minutes and then like, you can stop. But like right after they were talking about all this stuff, they started talking about the suffragettes and I was like, oh, oh I know, I know. I was like, that's where we're at. And they're like, a hundred okay. years ago, all women were able to vote. I was like, yeah, all white women. And then they were talking about, and the reason, first of all, suffragettes, the whole other thing. The only reason at this point in time women wanted to get the vote, some women, the suffragettes, was so that they wouldn't be black they, men were going to get the vote before them. Yeah. And they were like, not a black man, not in this house, and not like, in this economy. Tried to, yeah. Like, it, it was not like a, oh, women are equal to, it's like, we're more important than black people. Like, yeah. let's get, like, no, suffragettes are super problematic. Yeah, I. Like, you can appreciate that the vote was. Acquired. Like, <laughs> just, but, like, catches all that rye. Um, but, like, 
Yeah. No. It was not for, like, a I super can, awesome uh, reason. I can appreciate that that was, you know, the start of some good things for some women. Yeah. And that spurred some of them forward. But it was at the expense of black people and black women. Yeah. And so can that really be celebrated? I don't, I don't think, think so. so. Yeah, I totally forgot that they talked about the stuff. Yeah, when it was, like, right after, and I was like, already, I was like, this sounds super, like, white feminist Yeah. And as a white person. <laughs> you know it's bad I when two white women are, like, cool. Um, it got to the suffragettes, and I was like, yeah, mm-hmm, that's it. I know, it's all I could think about. I was just like, oh, and they're they're really not gonna say anything. They're not. They're really they're not just, gonna say anything. They're just praising the suffragettes. Cool. They also, a couple minutes after that... We're talking about someone taking their clothes off, or is that before? Um, I don't know. They're talking I about can't like remember. It was no, it was during talking about the suffragettes and like how the movie. Oh, they were talking changed. about like how like Kim Kardashian and Emily Radikowski yeah. like take their like you yeah, know yeah, will yeah, like yeah. pose naked and be like oh and they're well, like, like it's I don't a feminist think, act. I don't think feminism is taking your clothes off, and I was like, cool. I was like, and they were like, but I don't think it's like not feminist, and I was like, so what? Like yeah. <laughs> They, uh, if you call yourself a feminist and you want to take off your clothes, you take off your clothes. That's none of my business. Well, it's like, if you, yeah, I mean, <laughs> follow your heart, choose your own destiny, and I'm not going to fault you for it. They're probably anti-sex work. <laughs> they probably are. Oh my god. Yikes. It was just, like, an episode full of bad takes. Yeah. Um, and I was just, like... Like, jaw on the floor the entire time I was listening. I was like, holy shit. Yeah, it was bad. So the other thing they talked about that we want to talk about is um, the whole Uma Thurman, Harvey Weinstein, Quentin Tarantino thing. Uh, so finally, Uma broke her silence. Ready. Queen Uma. Kill Bill Siren. Uh, <laughs> truly. Um, and she talked about the uh, assault that she faced uh, from Harvey Weinstein And she also talked about the assault she faced from Quentin Tarantino. Um, So basically during the filming of, it was during Kill Bill, right? Where she got into the car accident. Um, She had to perform this stunt that she was forced to do in a car that she like didn't really know how to drive. Ended up getting- And she expressed her concern. She expressed her concern. And Quentin Tarantino was like, LOL, you're going to do it. Um, she got into a car accident and, like, severely injured herself. And I think she, like, still has, like... Yeah, she has a permanent, permanent condition. Like, issues from it. Um, and for years, literal years, Quentin Tarantino refused to give her the footage of that so she could sue. Yeah. Like, he would not give her the footage of the crash so she couldn't do anything about it. Yeah. There was no proof that it happened sort of thing. It wasn't until she came forward with the New York Times interview and then he was like oh but oh this here yeah. let me let me slip that to you um quick little side note about quentin tarantino he's also a sociopath i'm pretty sure i yeah don't trust him he's another person where i'm just like if anyone's too into quentin tarantino i'm like you reel it in not safe um flags you as a not safe person I, like i know like i've always kind of been uncomfy with him just because like his like liberal use of the n-word and oh, it's yeah. like or when you're he, a like, white man laura tweeted this too but it was like he inserted himself into a movie literally just, just to say the n-word yeah. and then like backed out like that's interesting i think that's super weird <laughs> um i also in like all of this it comes out that he uh, he had to spit Numa Thurman's face during and the shooting her. and choke her, and he also did that to another actress also. Yeah. 
um, because, you know, he's the director and he knows how he wants it to look and it just wouldn't be realistic if somebody else did it. Yeah. And- That's, he also, like, now is, like, trying to, like, backpedal yes. on that and be like, well, I, I didn't know the actor that well. Like, he was a good actor, but I just thought it would be more comfortable if I did it. And I'm like, mm, you thought you it'd be wanted more... to choke her and spit in That's her face. That's the thing. Like, like I you just enjoy think... violence. Like, like against movies. women. You enjoy yeah. violence against women. Like, all your movies depict that quite nicely. Yeah, no, so, there's like, a lot. You're I mean, not fooling me. Like, but. hatefully, like, Jennifer Jason Leigh just gets, like, Fun knocked yeah. the heck around. Yeah. Um, yeah, so... We'll get into the whole, like, Howard Stern show thing in a minute, oh. but, um, the Hilo talked about Quentin Tarantino, and wow, shockingly, another bad take. <laughs> um, they were talking about the apology that he put out, and, like, the thing that he did a Deadline. Um, I need to drink water, so if you want to just <laughs> fill in some of the blanks here. I don't know where you're going, I don't want to... Step on toes. Oh, I was just going to talk about how they're like, oh my god, good for oh, him. Yeah, they were just like super into his apology. I texted Logan as I was listening upon her request. <laughs> I was like, um, why are they so excited about his apology? Like it was something. They were like so special. proud of that he like apologized. And they're like, you know, it was so good of him to give that footage to Uma of the car yeah. crash. And I'm like, this happened years ago and he just gave it to and her. And she was asking to like, receive it. Like, they were just, like, like, making him out to be, like, this. such yeah. a good guy. And they're like, oh, well. He really took the steps necessary. You know, he's atoning and, you know, he's doing the right thing. Like, they were basically calling him an ally to the whole goddamn movement. Like, Yeah. It basically. a lot. Um, yeah. Not here for it. Oh, not good. Also, something that came out this week was um, audio footage, audio clips, audio from uh, Quentin Tarantino on the Howard Stern show back in 2003, I think it was, um, defending Roman Polanski. Um, and you know, I, those people that you defend, Woody Allen, Roman Polanski, rapists, pedophiles. Um, so I had seen people talking about this, that yes, he had defended Roman Polanski in an old interview and I was like oh like surely once you listen to it like you can kind of it won't be like that blatant like you know like people are like oh like so and so does this and then you watch it and it's like not actually that serious you know yeah um but then I actually listened to the footage and it was so much worse than I ever could have imagined oh good I have it here I can read it to you um Tarantino replied he didn't rape a 13 year old it was statutory rape. First of all, stop that there. You said it wasn't rape, it was statutory rape. It's okay. still rape. Um, he had sex with a minor. That's not rape. It to is. To me, when you use the word rape, you're talking about violent, throwing them down. It's like one of the most violent crimes in the world. You can't throw the word rape around. It's like throwing the word racist around. <laughs> it doesn't apply to everything people use it for. First of all, I think that paragraph just in itself sums up the problem entirely is that people don't understand that rape is not a stranger grabbing you in an alley. It can be. Sure. Yeah. But it's not constantly what you see in movies. Like yours, Mr. Tarantino. Robin Quivers interjected in the interview that the girl was drugged. Tarantino shot back, no, that was not the case at all. She wanted to have it and dated the guy. He then goes on, I didn't 
screenshot the whole thing because it was just too much. It's so But he awful. goes on to call a 13-year-old who was raped a party girl yep. who wanted it. Mm-hmm. So, that's fun. 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 She's 13. She's 13. That's, it's not... There's no I, world in which that's fun. I, I... Like, this, like, this interview's from 2003. I get that that was 15 years ago, but he was still a grown-ass man when he said that. It's yeah. not like... I don't think his opinions have changed. It's not like when you say something when you're 12 and then when 10 years later you're like, oh, that was silly. Like, my eyes yeah. completely no, changed my opinion on something. you've been an adult this whole time. It's like, no, you've been a grown man this entire time and that was your terrible opinion back then. It's probably still your terrible Even though opinion. Even you're definitely going to try to backpedal and... Oh, for sure. Like, you know, that's fine. I don't know how you can blatantly defend a rapist. I really don't. And be so confident about it. And think you're, like, ripe. <laughs> What's like, it like to be a man? I I wish I knew. I don't. <laughs> no, I'm actually so terrible. Right. Um, someone also tweeted, this is more about the Uma Thurman stuff, mm-hmm. but still very relevant. Mm. Um, Quentin Tarantino choked Uma Thurman, spat in her face, and forced her into a car crash. After the Weinstein revelations, Tarantino said, I knew enough to do more than I did. He was part of the abuse. Just as so many other men pretending to be shocked or sorry are. Mm-hmm. Just because you get caught. You know? Yeah. I just, it's crocodile tears. Yeah, no, absolutely. There's no sincerity there whatsoever. I'm so sick of all these men just thinking that they can get away with it. And then when they finally do get caught, they're like, oh, I'm so sorry. I've grown so much I've in grown. the ten minutes. I had no idea what I was doing back then when Five. I was a fully grown man who was capable of my actions. Yeah. Um. No, it's just, it's ridiculous. And I hate it so much. Also, going back to the Hilo episode, they talked about how... Uma Thurman is the only person that Harvey Weinstein has, um, like, responded to. Or, like, blatantly, like, been like, no, I didn't do that. But let's not forget that when Lupita Nyong'o came forward and said that she had been harassed by him, he was real quick to be like, oh, no, not her. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. They talked about that on Keep It this week with Ira Madison, and he was just like, hmm, Um, that's interesting that, you know... Also, I don't know if it was, like, intentional on the high-low, but Mm -hmm. another thing that rubbed me the wrong way is when they were talking about that part, about him being the only one. Like, Mm -hmm. they were like, I think it's, he was just hurt. Because he he liked her. They were trying to humanize him. They were really, they were acting like he was a a schoolboy with a crush on a girl, and the girl turned him down, and then he sent her flowers to apologize. Um... In what world are we going to start making excuses for Harvey Weinstein? Can we not? I... Thank you. I know. When they said that, I was like, are you really trying to humanize this monster right now? By being like, oh, well, you know... I just think he was, like, sincerely hurt. He had feelings for her, and when she, you know... When she didn't reciprocate them, he was was hurt and, you know, didn't know how to respond. And I was like... I don't care if he was hurt. (laughs) You know who was hurt? All the women that he assaulted. Yeah. Um, I care more about them than his hurt feelings. Yeah. Ugh. Also, Rose McGowan. Oh, yikes. Another issue that came to light. Mm. This past week, she was at a book signing 
in Barnes and Noble, somewhere in the States. I don't know where she was, actually. Yeah, not relevant. But um, someone in the crowd asked her a question, a trans woman asked her a question about what she's doing for the LGBTQ community. Mm-hmm. Um, and when she wouldn't answer, the person just kept asking her again and again, being like, hey, you're not doing anything for us. Yeah. Can you please help or, like... If you're going to be put, center yourself as, like, the spokesperson of a movement. Yeah. Perhaps. Make sure you're helping everybody everyone. affected. <laughs> um, to which Rose McGowan started screaming more than I've seen. Like, her jowls is what I'll call them. Were, like, shaking back and forth like a cartoon. Like, <laughs> like yelling like that. Yikes. Um. Ugh. Did you watch the video? No, I couldn't bring myself to. Yeah. And she was just yelling things that were just, like, you could tell there's something going on. Like, that's not, not great. Mm-hmm. Because she was, like, yelling that she's n- not from your planet, she's from another planet, and she's, she's done so much to her, like that, and it was just, I don't know. Another white feminist mo- moment. Uh, there's been a lot of those recently. Just, if your response to being asked a very simple question is that level of screaming and crying and... Just that it's level not, of anger. It's... Yeah, like, her face was actually, like, shaking. Like, because like, I... Yeah, like, I saw, like, screen caps of it and, like, her face was just, like, red and she it's just... It's just, like, it looks distorted from the fact that she's screaming so much. It's it's actually, like, just terrifying to look yeah. at. Um, yeah, that's... Yikes. Yeah, it was not not great. Support your sisters, not, not just your sisters, sisters you there know? There you go. Um, don't tout yourself as a feminist if you're not willing to support everyone. Don't be a turf. No one likes a turf. No. That's my song for you. I this love evening. that. What did you say there a few weeks ago? No turfs, no swerfs. <laughs> No turfs, no swerves. We love a rhyme. We do. Um, we do. Yeah, was, there's a lot going on this week. There, uh, There's always a lot going on. Unfortunately, yes. Really, really unfortunately. Uh, something <laughs> good, though, that I read today. I read the interview that Timothy Chalamet did with Frank Ocean for V-Man magazine, and it was just, like, the cutest thing. There's nothing really of substance in it. Like, it was yeah. a really lame interview. <laughs> no offense <laughs> to Frank Ocean. Like, <laughs> it's not like they really, like, dug deep yeah. or anything but it was just so cute because timothy's such a big frank ocean fan. yeah he was so excited to be That's interviewed cute. by him at one point he like quotes his lyrics to him and i was like <laughs> it was That's really adorable. sweet he was just like fangirling the entire time i was like that's nice so that was heartwarming also he looks so cute in all the pictures from it <laughs> i love him so much so so much so much so much Anything positive? Positive. That you want to end on? <laughs> all I can think about, like, shows that I'm watching, but then all I've been watching is This Is Us, which is a whole... That's not positive. It's not positive at all. But, you know, that's fine. We'll just be sad. I can't think of anything. That's really depressing. I'm sorry. A little bit, but... but what are you going to do? It's just a week. One of those weeks. It's been a week. It really has been a week. Yeah. What a week. <laughs> it's been a week. Uh, we recorded an episode of another podcast. Oh, that's this positive. Week. Wow. Um, I know things that are going on. Yeah, why don't you tell the people? We 
recorded a little thing for Best Forever. So Which is a podcast. You should listen to. Um, I don't know when that's going to be coming out, but keep it keep an ear out. We'll let you know. Um, yeah, we got to talk about our friendship. And it was very nice and wholesome. Friendship is magic. It is magic. As we all know. <laughs> Another positive thing hasn't happened yet, but we're going to go eat sushi tomorrow. Oh, hell yeah. So. Very excited about that. Yep. Can't wait. Ready to stuff our faces. Ooh, I am. We're so just ready. gonna dance now I about am sushi. So ready. Anything else you want to talk about? Um, I don't think so. But if you want to keep up with what we're doing <laughs> in the meantime before our next episode, um, you can follow us on various social media platforms: Twitter and Instagram at HonestlyPod. Facebook.com slash HonestlyPod. You can email us at thehonestlypodcast at gmail.com. <laughs> and we have a website, which is www.thehonestlypodcast.com. Don't no, excite. God damn it. <laughs> Just once. I'd like to get everything right. You did it last time. No, last week I did the stupid dot oh. gmail slash yeah. home or whatever it said. Um, our website is www.thehonestypodcast.wixsite.com slash home. Slash home! Don't forget the slash home because it will lead you nowhere. Ain't that the truth? Is that it? That's all. All right. Bye! Bye.